Welcome back to the latest instalment of the Moto Chronicles. Uh, this is episode 28, uh, brought to you by Tom and Charlie from 1800 Customs. Um, it has been a little while since our last episode, so thanks for tuning back in. Uh, and also thanks um, to our partners of the podcast, uh, which is Will I Ski. Um, although the ski season has come to an end for this year, um, they have got some mountain bike trips to be looking forward to back in the French Alps this summer. Uh, that is a partnership between Will I Ski and the Mountain Bike Trail Hub. Um, so if you are interested in coming out and seeing what the Alps is like in the summer, um, then get in touch with Will I Ski or the Mountain Bike Trail Hub and find out about the trips that are running this summer in the French Alps. Another one of our partners um, is local to us at home, Goatcher's Maidstone Ales, helping to provide uh, those across the southeast of England with the finest in Kentish cask ales. Uh, Charlie and I, as we record this episode, are actually on our way down to South Wales for a weekend away mountain biking, uh, and Howard was kind enough to hook us up um, with some of our fine light, good session ale, uh, to keep us well lubricated and hydrated after the days on the trails. So thank you to Goatcher's Ales there. Um, without further ado, we're going to crack into this episode because we've been waiting long enough uh, for this next episode. Uh, thanks all for tuning in. And if you like the episode, don't forget to share it to other people that you think may enjoy. Testing, testing. How is the sound? Oh, is that another overlander? That's a Defender, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like it. It's got like that mad exterior cage. Where are these Germans going? You've joined um, Tom and Charlie on the... Were you on the M26? Right, you were testing. No, we're just going. What, you said testing, though? Yeah, but... I didn't know you'd started. We'll just figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) The M25? Oh, we're on the M25 now. Uh, Where are we going? Wheelers. Wheelers. (laughs) Wales. <laughs> and we've been following a convoy of German four by fours and we think they're going to Wales as well. Although they could be going anywhere, so yeah, we're going to Wales, me and Charlie, and we're gonna meet a load of other random people down there. Um for a MTB trail hub. I don't even know what it is. A little social ride. I don't think Jay knows what it is. No. <laughs> um it is a bit of a social, isn't it? Yeah. Spring Invitational. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, we're going down to South Wales to do some mountain biking. Um, we're camping at uh, the Avon Forest, where there's lots of trail networks around there. And then on the Sunday, going to Bike Park Wales. So, um, yeah, push bikes this weekend, which has made a change because we've had a really busy few weekends of moto action, haven't we? like tons of it but i mean we haven't done a podcast in how long i don't know i can't remember i think the last one was the one we did in france was it yeah Shit. yeah the one with the atc oh, bank saga yeah it was a diabarkle um but yeah so i mean the reason i asked is because we normally don't talk about bikes when we see each other but we've seen each other a lot and have spoken about bikes so it's going to be hard to remember like what we've done all, I guess, the, all the going all the goings on um, but it's been good like loads of cool stuff 
loads of random stuff, funny stories, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you need to remind me about the old cub story. Oh, okay, yeah. And there was something else as well. Oh, no. What? I don't know. There was just too many things. <laughs> but um, it's been... Charlie got back from France end of April. Yeah. Um, and I think the first thing was actually that weekend that you were back. We went to... Well, I literally got home Thursday night, pulled the bike out on Friday, the XL, to make sure it was running, and then we went to did a quarry day Yeah. on the Saturday. Which was... Straight in. Oh, it was brilliant, wasn't it? I mean, rode there as well. The road from Maidstone, I rode the trams out over because the 125 was still in bits, but we'll get on to that. Um, yeah, and you rode the 250. Yeah, rode it from Maidstone to... A secret location in Kent. Yeah. Top secret. <laughs> but yeah, for a for a little quarry day, for a little recreational ride. Yeah. Um, doing some kind of trial style riding, I guess. And just yeah, there was a track around. around the back. Oh, that track around the back was really good. But we only found that bit like towards the end. Yeah. But that then, was more like a mountain bike Oh, track. that one, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. That, like, that almost... is where the jumps used to be for yeah. James. When... But, yeah, that was cool, actually. But um, so yeah, I guess well, we're talking about the quarry day, so we might as well talk about it. So yeah, yeah basically, um, Uncle Ted, he well, it's a weird one because I used to go to this same quarry when I was a kid, because my friend, his dad owned the quarry because he had a like, tarmacking style business, like road and driveway type thing. They used to quarry their own stuff out of it, and this guy James had um, PW50 and a PW80. So on his birthdays, we used to go there and just rouse around on these little <laughs> bikes, the which is really fun. One one time, because there's no like direction, you just ride wherever you want. My um, two mates had a head on, <laughs> which is pretty funny. I did think that when we were there, because it is just all quite like loose. But everyone is looking, so it's like it's not yeah. mental. But how, uh, yeah, it could be quite easy to run into someone. Yeah, so. definitely. But um, yeah, so so basically, at the moment, he's only doing it like twice a year. So, because he, he's in the quarry, and but it's not how you imagine a quarry to be. It's just like next to like a sort of national, not national park. What do we call them here? Um, it's like a park, like a thing. Yeah, I can't what they're called. Anyway, some sort of park. It's got deer in it and stuff, and um, it's also there's a few houses around. So we have to put in the paperwork just to make sure that the houses nearby are happy with the noise on the Saturday. So he doesn't do it that often because it's effort. So, um, anyway, it's a couple of times a year. And then just go up there and it's a bit of a free-for-all. Just turn up at like 10, take a packet of sausages. There's a couple of chaps cooking up bacon butties and stuff for you. Tea urn. And then, yeah, just ride around wherever the fuck you want, really. It's really nice, really nice vibe. It's really chilled. It's mainly, yeah. we definitely bring down the average age of the uh, yeah. of the riders. Uh, there's a lot of old boys there. Um, yeah, just it's really relaxing. Just go go out for like 20 minutes, do some riding, come back, have a cup of tea, yeah. and like have a chat, look at some bikes, go back out for another 20 minutes. Yeah, like, ride someone else's bike. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just hopping on and off. Ted bought three different Tiger Cubs up. He did. Um, so Already nice. Yeah, they were. In varying stages. One of them like more basic, one of them um, like a bit more trialsy, but still usable on the road. And then the other one like a full-on lightweight R-Mac framed cub, which is basically a competition cub. It's so light. That was the bike you finished the day on. Yeah, which is sick. It was really really good fun. Um, And also, one of my highlights was actually riding Tomo's Trans out. 
Yeah. Is you're obviously a bit nervous about riding it because it's your only form of transport. Yeah, I know. If I dropped it and snapped a lever or something stupid, yeah. then we couldn't get it home. We couldn't ride to work. <laughs> Whereas I was just riding it. <laughs> it was did, really cool. I did like a little bit of riding out on it just to get a feel for what it was like off road and stuff, um, and I really liked it. And then Charlie had a go, and I was riding the 250, and I was really liking the 250. So I ended up riding the Trans Up loads. Quite a bit, yeah. So I got really used to it, because it's not, it's like low center of gravity. It was, the tires are a bit like, like square. Yeah. And also it's really damp, like the grass is wet. Oh yeah, it was Because it's just the power. It was just spinning up everywhere, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Like you can even, there's that hill you can even get up, because it was just oh. so wet. <laughs> that was like right at the beginning. It was like this, probably the, worst thing to just try on the first ride like the longest steepest bank with no run-up with no run-up just thought oh we'll just eat it up but then i didn't realize how wet it was yeah. and the tkc 80s just weren't weren't doing the bits um they were quite hard as well so. they were yeah didn't let any air pressure out which was not the move but, um, but yeah i thought it was fucking really good you I looked really you looked comfortable on it as well like, I, I got comfortable on it really quickly yeah. at first i was really nervous because it's such a big bike but it was nice. It was good to ride. You could ride it slow. Mm. We gave it a few like runs up the um, the straight bit as well, which is oh, good. Yeah. So open, open it up and spinning it out, just, just still roosting it in like, third gear. Like. <laughs> yeah, um, it was good. I really enjoyed that bike, and the, the whole day was just real fun. Like, like we, I got like pretty knackered because oh, just like it's, riding around. It is tiring. Like, I think what time did we leave? Three or something was it? Yeah, or? I think we got there at half ten. Yeah. And then we were just, yeah, pretty much riding the whole Constantly, time. yeah. And we found the cool section up the back, didn't we? Um, oh, with the, the steep, with the steep bit. Yeah, the steep drop in with yeah. a really muddy, loose, like, hill climb corner, out. That hill climb, corner. which was really good fun. Like, trying to keep your feet up on it was... Once we like found hard. that area, we just kept sessioning that. It was just like, loop, 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 yeah. loop. Like, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, it was cool. Um, you were on... Um, one of Ted's Cubs at that point, and I was on the 250. Yeah, it was nice. No, it was... Yeah, the Cubs, well, I did the Cub, did it on two of the Cubs. I think. Yeah. But just riding that, like, competition one, I was just like, wow. You can tell the difference straight away, but then that bike is, like, 10 grand. Yeah. And the others are, like, three and a half, so I guess the quality does come from the cash. But... Yeah. <laughs> Money talks. Yeah. Um, so that was awesome, really, and then um, yeah, packed up and rode home. And it was yeah, kind of yeah. The ride home was so nice. All those lanes, and it was just a good, like it was a mint day. It was a bit like today, really, like just super sunny. Yeah. That was like the first proper good bit of warm that we've had in a while because, like we said, the the track was actually really wet. Mm. We had so much rain, but um, yeah, yeah, that was just a top, soggy. top banana day all around. Yeah, so that was good. Great start. Like one full day after being home. Yeah, <laughs> straight back onto a bike, which is good though, because just get into it. Yeah, start as you mean to go on, and then I mean, so yeah, that was fun. But then I was just kind of in a bike mood, so I've been looking at the TW a bit more. So at the end of last, so well, end of well, last summer, I guess, just before I went to France, I was faffing around with a TW. We probably spoke about it, and it was just being a pain in the ass, um, and found out that the rubber was cracked and basically haggard the, the one between the airbox and the carb 
So I managed to find like a replacement part from. We did talk about it actually because I remember. I think so. It was Fowlers, and they sent it out. It wasn't expensive, but I didn't have a chance to look at it before I went. So I spent probably a couple of hours on it recently, just having a good look, changed the rubber, like took the carb apart again. Um, but it's still giving me trouble. Um, I haven't had a much of a chance to actually try and like tune the carb like any any better but i have moved the needle like one notch which did make a better difference so i think it needs a bit more work but basically needs more germans yeah there is um basically the t-dub is still not ready to be mot'd and put on the road which is a bit of a pain in the ass it's a massive pain in the ass because it's got to go it needs to go so yeah that's still on the list but t-dub is still well not progressing at the moment but on the cards and away. Look and then, at that. What? Some Harley tying a trailer. Was that? Yeah. And then um, just onto the Cub Quick. That's due an MOT like now. Oh shit, it is, isn't it? But I took it out to France and it was brilliant. And I think we spoke about that anyway, but I just love it. Like, although I don't know what the future holds for the Cub at the moment. So there's some things to figure out. Why is that? Well, just looking at possibly moving. So. Oh. Might need to get some extra cash. Nothing, nothing to do with other bikes. Uh, well, we have spoken about that, yeah. but I don't know yet because I've got to figure stuff out. So I think we spoke. Yeah, I said to you about it when you were in France. Yeah, you showed me the mock-up. Yeah, of the Tiger Cup that Ted's working on, like at the moment for me. But again, because yeah. I'm talking about moving, it might not happen. But um, oh yeah, Oops, like, what's that? It is, no, it's tra- just traffic on something. But, um, yeah, so the Tiger Cub is basically, well, it's finished, really. It's running. Ted's been riding it around on a number plate. And um, <laughs> all the documents have been sent off for registration. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, sick. it's ready to be mine if if I want it, basically. It's, it's mad how, like, when did that come about? Uh, probably, well probably a couple of weeks before you came out so like March, March. yeah and we're now in May yeah and there's like a bike from nothing and is now just pieces rideable and like takes us fucking years to sort of shit well, boxes he's, like, <laughs> cut the frame welded yeah. it readjusted the headstock moved um like subframe stays so exhaust could be run inside for trials um but it's done loads of work I mean obviously trying to keep the price down so like the frame as an example hasn't been taken away and powder coated or anything like that it's just been hammerited yeah but it looks good like i'm really happy with it it's got a really fucking cool tank from that was in the californian desert so it's all rusted like the same but it's like a rusted tank it just looks like it's totally our style yeah oh that looks a bit hacked but it's actually like really good so basically i do really want it (laughs) I so think it's got to happen. To, I mean, if the T-Dub goes and the Cub go, then maybe that's just a, a, an exchange. Yeah. If I can get it all working properly. Like, <laughs> I mean, the Cub's fine. Yeah. So, yes, I haven't thought about that, actually, because I keep forgetting about the T-Dub because it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. But well, if I can sell that for, like, a grand being, like, realistic and the Cub for, like, 12, 1,500 quid. Yeah. Then that's... Probably, a good chunk towards. Yeah, that's a decent chunk. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <clears throat> so, yeah, maybe that is part of my plan. Mm. Look at the Vag number plate. Oh, yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> so you've spoken about potentially moving. Yeah. Is, there, is there going to be a garage? Well, we haven't really spoken about it because... Um, um, yeah, so, I mean, I haven't really said it to you, but basically there's a house not very far away from Phoebe's mum and dad's, the other side of Maidstone, so that's better as well, um, that has got loads of potential, it's a, like, reasonable price, and it's got two sheds. Two sheds? Two sheds, which are fucked. Oh, we need to rebuild them. <laughs> two sheds two and sheds. a massive garage, like oh my god, a bit longer than wider than yours, I think. Wow. The only problem with it is it is attached, so like I'm wondering. The garage is attached to the house. Yeah, but that's fine. But yeah, so basically, yeah, two sheds as well. Yeah, but they are fucked. No, but if the shed bases are already there, like yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, that's as a potential property, um, and it's like. It's detached as well, so at the moment you could we could make a little track from yeah. the front garden, <laughs> or just round the house, the a bit yeah. like we did in the zip on the ATC. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's a short track around the house. Yeah, but there's lots of stuff to figure out for us. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Basically, if um if we can't make that house work financially, then we won't be moving. So um, we'll see what happens. But we're quite happy with the shed at the moment. To be fair. Yeah, I think not having the ATC in there oh, yeah, makes frees up, yeah. up so much space. Yeah, because I decided it was a better idea to leave the ATC in France. Because I can use it there, like, pretty much. Wherever. Legally, not legally, but I can use, well, I can on the track and stuff. And yeah. around the chalet for the girls, which who love it. So I just thought, what's the point in hauling it all the way home to not use it and just have it in the fucking way? So Yeah. She's stayed in France. Little French She's bike. currently in a boot room off one of the shadows, <laughs> just stinking it out. But that's where the owner wanted it, so that's where it's going to be. Yeah. And it'll be good in the summer as well. Oh, definitely. You can actually grab it around the shadow. Yeah. Hey, are they your bricks? Yeah, I think so. Really nice. Did you just have new pads and discs or something? No. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I guess after the quarry was probably the mad dash to get the 125 rebuilt. Yeah, it was, ready for the beach Ready race. for the beach race. So we're putting in the hours on that. We did a good couple of bike nights at yours. Yeah. And like Howard and George. Yeah, uh, how much? Well, you haven't done much like filling in, so you might as well do the whole XL story like from that. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you haven't, have you, you haven't even said like what you've done. The whole thing. So like, I guess from the start, Never. to keep it brief, Kramer Todd came round to mine one evening at my old house and we dropped the engine out of the 125. So that was kind of like one evening, just getting that all disassembled. It was like dark and we did it outside in like a barn, <coughs> which was good. And then actually had the engine out on the kitchen floor in the old house, just on a bit of old carpet that I needed to have a skip from work, which is handy. <laughs> Which is actually now I bought that piece of carpet to the new to the new garage, so yeah, I quite yeah, I just quite like having a bit of old carpet. Yeah, soak up, soak up all the jolly. Yeah, bit of old carpet, shitty old towels. Yeah, <laughs> I've got loads of shitty old towels now. Howard actually bought a pillowcase. Did he? Oh, yeah, so he put all the tools inside the pillowcase. Right. I bought it, and then the pillowcase was like used as the rag. Nice. I know it worked really well. I thought that was quite a good idea. Um. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> did that, and then the engine was transported in pieces from the old house 
to the new house, which was less than ideal. But amazingly, it didn't lose anything. I was expecting like... Didn't you find something extra? Yeah, I think I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, there are a couple of bolts that aren't aren't spoken for, but um, <laughs> I think they're more like frame bolts. Somewhere. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so then took all the like measurements um, of everything and found out that the piston was actually like a little bit overlized. Um, How does that happen? To us? I just don't know. I thought Kramer Top would have filled you in. Oh. Uh, well, Howard, I think, said, but I just can't remember. Yeah. I don't know something not being... No, something not being right. <laughs> I think it was that, anyway. So, basically, <laughs> the piston and the barrel were a bit fucked. So, after doing... Oh, what? I didn't bring the gas. The gas? The gas for the fucking stove. Well, there we go. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, our, our Sam's already left. Oh. I think I told him to bring a gas burner though. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I'll check. We've already got a wife, that's right. Yeah. Oh. We've got the stove. Yeah. You got a kettle? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> gas stove. Ah, that's annoying. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I knew we'd forget something. At no, least no, it's just a fucking out. stove and it's not like a. I just saw an LPG sign in the back of that van. Oh. Gas. I'm not fucking turning around now. No. Not now we're in this shit anyway. Well, it's still moving. We haven't hit any standstill yet, so that's yeah. good. Anyway, yeah. yeah um, so, yeah, after looking at how much it would be to actually just get a new piston and barrel, I was a bit like, hmm. Because I remember this guy, Colin Lee, um, selling, like, performance kits on eBay for, like, <clears throat> uh, small engine Hondas. Well, and loads of bikes, actually. Um he does them for the SR and the T-Dub. And, oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, loads. That are, um, so he's UK-based. And uh, yeah, he, he listed a, like a big ball kit with two different sizes of big ball kits um, for the XL125. Because basically, it's got the same bottom end as like, the XL125, the XL185, the TLR, and XR200. Mm. So they all share the same bottom end um so then you can basically just put different different barrels and cylinders on there to increase your performance nice so given that to get a new piston and rings and cylinder was going to be quite a spend anyway yeah. i was like well may as well go for the big ball kit and see if we can <laughs> like get a bit of extra welly out of the girl for the melee and stuff and just better for the road, like going up hills and things. Um, so they did one that was a one that would take it up to a 150. Okay. But then they also did one that took it up to like a 190. So obviously got obviously got that one. <coughs> yeah. 190's coming up. Yeah. It? And um, all of that came really prompt, which I was pretty pleased with. So um, no like holdups on the build as such. And then had also ordered a load of other parts from CNS, all our old genuine Honda parts, for the cam chain tensioner assembly, um, because that was fucked. Basically, there was like a spring inside of there that was snapped, and the tensioner arms were like worn through almost. Really? So I was just wondering 
whether that was potentially causing a lot of the noise as well. And also it's like, once you've got the engine apart, it's worth doing those bits anyway. So ordered all those bits, which again, came within the week, like came in less than a week and they came from Holland. So I was pretty, Mm. pretty pleased with that. That's decent. Yeah. Um, Set to, I think it was like two, oh no, I think it was just one evening actually of rebuild. Yeah. It's not that long. No, it was like like one evening. It was quite a long one though. The boys were there till like midnight. It's a good little garage set actually. Um, one evening getting it rebuilt and then another evening of like putting it back into the bike. So go for like the startup as such. And the build went pretty smooth, to be honest, apart from like we ordered a new cam chain. You did order a new cam chain. Yeah, but it couldn't get it on. It like oh, didn't right. fit. Like it was way too tight. Mm-hmm. But then, so we just refitted the old one. Right, yeah. But it didn't look like too, too shot. Like there wasn't that much play in it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so then went for like the refit and the frame and then just like could not put everything back together and could not for the life of me get it started. Like it was, at all. Like it was just. Well, it would start, but then it would die straight away. Oh, that took, that was after like probably a hundred kicks or something. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it was like, it was savage trying to get it going. Right. And then yeah. once it did initially fight, oh, and the compression was mad as well. Yeah. Like those first few kicks. Was oh, that easier? Yes. Yeah. Right oh, yeah, way easier. Um, <clears throat> those first few kicks were just like, felt like really not good. Do you remember that night? Because I came round in the shitty garden crocs. Oh, God, yeah. And I, I kept kicking it and kicking it and kicking it. And the next morning, I was like, oh, my foot hurts. It literally bruised the bottom of my foot. The garden clogs are no bueno for kick no, start, kickstarting bikes that don't start. Shitty garden clogs from Lidl. So, anyway, like, could get it go, me and Chrome Todd got it to fire, but then it would just instantly cut out. It was just, it was as if it was being starved of something. It was just really weird. So it wasn't really running properly. And it, it was, the date for the Malay was just creeping closer and closer, like that standard Malay panic. As always. It's just always the case. So, um, <clears throat> figured it had to be something to do with the carb. Because everything else had been rebuilt, like there was spark, nothing else had changed. Yeah. And whether the car couldn't couldn't hack the big ball kit, basically. And rather than like fucking around trying to order like jets and experiment and like didn't have time for all of that bollocks. So <laughs> um Colin, the same guy, actually sold sells a pre-jetted um Makuni carb for specifically for that big ball kit. So, and it was 69 quid posted. That's not bad. Which is good for like a brand new car, you know, it's already been tested. Yeah, it's decent. So I was just like, fuck it. Well, just... the proof's in the pudding, if it yeah. works or not. Yeah. So got it and yeah, it started up way easier. Yeah. And then just a little bit of fiddling. This was now with Charlie, this was a separate night. And Howie. Oh, and Howard, yep, yep. Oh, Howard came in the mini as well. He did. Yeah. I didn't give it much attention because I really wanted this bike done. Yeah. Well, there'll be more bike nights. Um, with a little bit of fiddling with the idle. Didn't even touch the air fuel, did we? I don't think. Uh, or did you? No, we didn't. No. Um, and yeah, got it, got it running, and then me and Charlie, it's me and Charlie both rode it around the block a few times, and it was yeah, just riding, just like. Oh, no, right. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, it was just riding just like normal. Um, 
and that was kind of it. It was still quite noisy. So well, well that was it at that point. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then I went out so basically I was gonna ride it to work the following day to then go straight to Charlie's after. Um and so I was like, right, I'm just gonna go out for a quick ride in the evening just to make sure. That was after I'd left. Yeah. I had, I had Birdie as well, didn't I? Um to yeah, make sure it's all decent. Just a quick road test, really, just a yeah, shakedown. shakedown. So I went out of mind towards Bodium, thinking, oh, I know a nice little loop. And uh, the start of the loop is all downhill, just like loads and loads of hills. And then, like, I was probably, I'd been riding for about five minutes, so decent away away from the house at the bottom of all the hills, and it just cut out. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, what That's is this? Off. And it just, like, when it cut out, it just was instant. I was just... Instant cutouts for Tommy. I was just <laughs> like carb. on a fresh carb, like sixty nine quid down the drain. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I was just could not get it going at all. And I was like, well, it's just time to push it home. So it was just a really long push, and I was just sweating absolute buckets. Yeah. And even though it's a light sweating bullets, yeah, sweating bullets. Even though it was a really light bike, it was just. A harrowing experience <laughs> trying to push it home because it was harrowing. just i was just sweat you know when the sweat's pouring off your face so much yeah. it's going in your eyes and like it's yeah. literally running off your nose as if I've someone's done pulled it loads, yeah it's just the, the push is just unreal like on the flat it would be fine it was just all uphill yeah <laughs> so anyway did that and you, did you have to just park it up yeah i just put it in the garage it was like half nine when i got home like so i was just like well i need to have dinner and go to bed like yeah so did that and then revisited it the following day. Oh yeah, but that was on your own, wasn't it? That was on my own. And so that was the Thursday. Yeah, so that was the Wednesday. And then the next day was the Thursday. Um, and I was like, right, well, again, I'm just going to have a look in the carb. Like maybe. Are we going on the Friday? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, this was literally the day before. Yeah. A non-running a non bike. And um, non running race entry, yeah. So I was like, Well, we're just gonna have a quick look in the car because maybe it dragged a bit of shit in there or something. But it, I was saying to you before, like, for it to suddenly cut out, yeah. it just doesn't have fuel anymore, yeah. There's no reason for it to have done that because we'd left it running for like hours, oh, yeah. Like, and we'd both ridden it and it was absolutely fine, yeah. And it wasn't like it was getting <laughs> it wasn't overheating or anything, like, no, it was there was a problem, yeah, in there. So I maybe thought maybe it dragged some shit into one of the jets or something. Anyway, it was... Yeah, so took the carby off, gave, took all the jets out, had a look. They seemed okay, but I gave them a blast anyway while they were out. Cleaned all up inside the fuel tank. Oh, wait, yeah, no, that was it as well. I ditched all of the fuel that was in the fuel tank. Oh, yeah, that probably did make a difference. Yeah, so ditched all the fuel that was in the fuel tank because that was a little bit old. And um, went and got fresh fuel, cleaned the car. But then when I took the float bowl off, there was a fucking like random clip, like spring, like a spring clip just in there. And so, yeah, you think it, maybe that was just. I think basically what happened was the road test and to be continued. Oh. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> it's quite warm in here. It's really hot, but we can't open the windows because the noise. 
these on still on a temperature though? Yeah, but on low. Oh. I always try to get some air coming through. Man, it's really hot. Um, because the aircon's broken. Um, yeah, no, so yeah, I just think because you were riding it and you're on the road, it's going to be more bumpy and whatever than normal. I think because that clip was in the bowl, the bowl, obviously it definitely wasn't meant to be there. No, I think it just got wedged up and it just blocked the float and then that's it. Stop so, the fuel coming in. So to summarize, Fuck you, Colin Lee, because although... Well, not, because it's still with those yeah. jobs. <laughs> they might be buying more kits off it. Yeah, true. But they're at some point down the line... Just don't put leave springs in the float bowls, Colin. Yeah. Come on, Colin, you're better than that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, took that out, put the carby back on, and it just started straight up. Like, that was it. And then I went for I went for an amended test ride route on what, back and forth up one road that was level. <laughs> No more than two miles from the house. Yeah, just literally out the end of the road and then down the first bit. And then was kind of happy with that. And that was the extent of the road test. And then it was a ride to Margate the yeah. next day. Well, a ride via Maidstone as well. So oh, added, shit. Added yeah. Added an, yeah, road to Maidstone first, which again, I think was a good idea just because if there were any problems and yeah. still. Had a bit of time, oh, but was I was yeah, tried yeah. to be as prepared as possible though. Like, had the tool roll like clipped on the bars with like anything that we might need. Yeah. But um, yeah, it ran great the whole way actually. Yeah, it was good. I was, well, I was pretty pleased. Again, right? I don't know why I keep saying it, but the proof was in the pudding. Proof was in the pudding. A bit, oh, bit of mechanics. Like, yeah, a bit of mechanics. Oh, Gary's calling. Gazzo, I have to call you back in a bit. Oh, just it. get him on the pod. Answer it. <laughs> get him on. Hello, Gary. Yeah, you're you're live on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Right, cool. Well, I've left, uh, but I've got to go and do something on the way. Okay, that's cool. Um, it's a bit of a blag. I'm sort of pretending to be at work, but really, uh, going mountain biking. Yeah, usually on trips. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure what time I'm going to be there. What's your plans when you get there? What are you doing? Um, well, we're stuck in a shitload of traffic on the M25 at the moment, so the plan, original you plan... Are you going across the top of the M25 by the M1? No, no, we're on the underneath. Underneath? Right, okay. Well, I got stuck in the same going across the top. So oh, okay, yeah. And then we're going M4 and then that way. But basically, we're going to get to get across the bridge and then go to Tesco or wherever it's called in Port Talbot. Get some supplies. Although I just realised I forget I've left my uh, gas bottle at home, which is useful. But uh, uh, just a camping gas one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm sure other people are going to have one. But um, and then yeah, just the gas hob. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll try that. But we'll see what happens. But um, so yeah. Basically, then the plan is just to set up the tent and then go for it. There's a little bike park there. Have a little ride around there. So. Well, we're gonna pop to the bike shop as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's kind of it, really. So as soon as we get there, set up and go for a ride. Yeah, I've got to put. Yeah, you don't. So. <laughs> I'm literally got a, I'm going to, I'm sort of going across country, across the A4 to Gloucester. 
Okay. Uh, I've just got to grab a bit of paperwork off the fella. Uh, I'll be there like 10 minutes and then I'm going to carry on rolling. But it's a little bit cross country, so uh, I might get there after you, but I don't really have to do much. Cool. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, I will see you in a bit then. I'll ping you a message so you know what time I'm going to get Okay, perfect. Yeah. See you in a bit then. I reckon the time you put your tent up and that, you know, you're going to be a, you're going to be a while. But, you know, don't wait if you've got to go off and ride, go off and ride. I think it's part of the campsite. Oh, well. there's, and there's absolutely zero phone service there. Oh, yeah, no, it's this. They're dead for phone service. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, that's good, really. It's totally dead, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, okay, well, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll see what I do. I'll put my WhatsApp tracker live location alarm thing on, so I'll do that. But that's just too cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> like you give a shit. <laughs> I mean, no, no, we'll, it'd be good to see where you are, because then we can, if we are, uh, which we won't be. I think we'll just be having a beer. So definitely. Perfect. We've got thirty-two pints of goats to get through. Oh yeah, Tom. I work. You know, Tom works at a brewery now. We've got thirty-two pints to get through. So. Oh, you know, do you know what? <laughs> do you know that sounds so good but so bad? Because I actually feel shit because I went out the piss last night. And I didn't feel like a beer. <laughs> nice. Even my poo this morning smelled of beer, and I was like, that's not cool. Dirty beer poo. Even the kids were like, Dad, what have you done? And it stinks. I'm like, oh, no, it smells of beer. So, uh, well, maybe I'll take one of them. Maybe I'll take one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right, cool. Yeah, good. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll give you my location when I. Cool. Need Gloucester. Well, enjoy Gloucester. Get some cheese. Uh, yeah. Sounds fun. Perfect. Right. We will see you in a few hours. Yeah, no worries. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Guys, I love the chat. That was so funny. I was just like, I couldn't even hear what he was saying. I know. I hope it's come out on the podcast. Otherwise, we have to cut it. That was funny. Yeah, Gary is meeting us. Gary's. um. He goes to the Mali events, actually. Yeah, he does. He, he used does. to race enduro. Really good rider. Doesn't he always wear shorts and motocross boots? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. If I'm thinking of the same person. Yeah, on the DR. No, it was only uh, Dummy this year, last year. Hmm. Yellow Dummy. No, the Dummy with the shark thing on the tank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a really good mountain biker as well, I believe. So, should be fun. But anyway, yeah, I can't remember what we're talking about now. Uh, just the ride to Margate, I think. Oh yeah, so you came to ours and then. Well, what you did a bit of prep for the beach race actually before, didn't you? Yeah. On the XO, you put some fresh rubber. Yeah, I got some 
finally found, well, I knew where to find it, but I finally got a new tire for the front because the old one was really sketchy, like almost certain death. It was like carcass. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with knobs on the edge. And then, um, yes, yeah, so I found a decent trials tire for that. And then. Can you hold this? Oh. Sorry, I thought we were in there just for two seconds. And then, um, yeah, I got a decent trials tire for that at a 23 inch. And then I, at the same time, I bought a rear tire because it's just on Wii Motor. And I thought, save the postage cost, whatever, just fucking order it. But the rear tire is shit. I <laughs> it's think really, it's the worst tire I've ever seen. It's really skinny. Like the tread depth is really low. Shallow. They're really close together, so yeah, basically they're just really crap. But I need to, should have got one like Tomo, like rounded Mitas, decent tire. But I didn't, so I have to decide what to do with that. But anyway, it worked and meant I had some actual decent tires. So we did that one night at mine mm. when you came round and helped out, which was decent. The rear tire was a pain. It's still actually not seated. <laughs> Just, That's how shit it is. Not fully on the beads, but a full ride to Margate, a weekend of racing, and a full ride home. Yeah. No Still, worries. Even, and even like we let it down. Mm. Basically, it's a bit of a shit tire. But yeah, I've got some new tires, and I also changed the um, the float, uh, the needle height um, on the carb because that wasn't it was bogging down on instant acceleration. Um, and I know that's to do with idle as well, but it was. Like twenty to eighty percent or whatever is the is the needle, so I just thought I'd give it a go, and it worked. So that's cool. And I also changed the old pilot needle back to the old one because I got a rebuilt kit last summer. Changed it for the other Malay, and that was being a pain. So gave it a little tune up, and then um, just a quick tune up. Yeah, a little bit of mechanics. Bit of mechanics, and then yeah, I just kind of started it up, and that was it. So mine was a lot simpler than the yeah. top end rebuild. Yeah. But um, so yeah, that was it really. So it was me, Charlie and Claire uh, riding in convoy down to Margate. Yeah, we shoved all our bags in the car with Phoebe. She yeah, drove down. Yeah, so. She, she got up. We went on a long way to get there. I was fucking mental as well because it was really windy and pissing with rain. Oh yeah, it was horrible. I forgot how nasty it was. Like, mm. It made it feel like a proper little. Made a mistake. <laughs> oh, look at this guy. What a wanker. He's having it's fine. Um. You have made a mistake. Oh no! Here comes Claire's mum. The jazz. Um. <laughs> yeah, it felt it made it feel like way more of a uh, expedition. Yeah. Because was, of the weather. It was like it was quite cold actually yeah. as well, but it was still fun. Like, was I really liked cool it still. Yeah. On the plane. It was like, yeah, it was decent. It was it was one of those like. It felt good when you got there. It was nice to have a yeah. beer and be like, oh. Yeah, that feeling and when we got into the B&B. Yeah, and Phoebe's already there, so she's already like got the kettle on and whatever, so that was nice. Yeah, um, Yeah, and then it was just uh, a weekend of Malay, Malay goodness. It was... So the... from, like, no, we need to talk, like, I have to think about talking about it because like, there was a lot going on, like, lots of races, like loads of f- funny stories from the races. And just like the the weekend itself was decent, bloody brilliant. Yeah, I had it was a really a, good time. It was it was my favourite beach race by far. Yeah, same. Yeah. Plus, I was kid free, so that made Happy a difference. Happy days. And, and even though Phoebe was still there, it was still good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good because she was kid free as well, so she could relax a bit. Although Saturday, 
was the weather wasn't ideal still so it was really overcast and really windy and kind of kind of cold so it was kind of cold but we had committed to like our party shirt outfits so um it was oh, just yeah. short sleeve shirts in, I actually got had two t-shirts underneath. I had a t-shirt on underneath. It was um, I've been warmer. Yeah, but I've also a... I've also been colder. Yeah, true. But also, it wasn't like unbearable when you're racing. It's the oh, last when you're thing riding, you it's about. fine. Yeah, you don't think about it. But it was good. The same old setup as usual. So there was the sprint race, like just the head-to-head um, down the beach. Then they did uh, straight after that. You went into what do they call it? The one hundred. The one hundred. The barrel racing. Yeah, just a, a circle. To the left around barrels um which moved when whenever the tide came in and yeah. stuff but it's still cool um actually my favorite race oh uh, yeah i love that race and then they did the um back and forth so up a straight and then back uh, around a big pylon and then back down so that was pretty exciting as well to be fair because i had the corner it's a good good spice yeah and too. um so it was really fucking cool so and we were lucky on the saturday because obviously the first, like, Malay time is Malay time, so they didn't start for fucking ages. Mm. And then we were up, not first, but second yeah. on the first day? No, it was we were last, I think, on, on the, the first, first day. day. Yeah. Oh, we were, really? like, second to last. Oh, it yeah, it was. Day, it wasn't yeah. right. Great. But, yeah, because we um, almost didn't get to, We got to do all our racing, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got this new system now where they text you when the race is, like, your, your starts class, yeah. 15 minutes away, which worked pretty well apart from actually that day um tom and claire had gone off to get some lunch like earlier I oh shit yeah because uh, phoebe and i just went for a walk into town just to keep her entertained because the weather was crap <laughs> and then um on the way back i was like Do you know what? i really fancy some like proper chips some hot chips some hot chips and um we were just walking past this chippy and i was like oh let's just go here like we can still see the beach and whatever went in there and it was just really fucking busy and they were taking ages like really a long time and all it ordered was a large chips as well so it's even more annoying anyway waiting and waiting then i got the text message saying lightweights are up in 15 and i was like that's fine it's still melee time then tomo called and was like we've got a text message we'll be going in a minute and i was like nah it'll be fine it'll be fine still like 10 minutes later waiting for the chips finally walk out um, and then you basically called again and said there everyone's getting on their bikes yeah. so I was just like shoveling chips in trying to hold a cup of tea as well which is boiling hot <laughs> like chomping and eating like Phoebe was walking along holding the chips whilst I was walking along eating them it was really funny then I ran down to Tomo who was already on his bike waiting and then started her up and then we rode straight we onto the track rode straight on and did the sighting lap like yeah, just straight no stopping it actually the timing was probably quite good yeah so I still got my hot chips in. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, we raced. It's the usual, like, Mali, because the lightweight class, I think, is the most popular. I think it probably is. So there's a lot of waiting, like, to race. Because they do heats. Like, we always like to do the heats together because it's just more fun. Um, and then we have to, like, make sure we're away from each other when it comes to the actual racing so we don't want to race against each other. Got to knock each other out. Um, and then, yeah, we just do that. But once it gets down to it, like... At, at the end, it's just like go round race. Go yeah, round it goes race, really go quick because it's, it's fucking mental. Because it's knockout, it's literally like the the group is halving each time. And yeah, so it's, and you've got that, like the weird panic of not wanting to be near each other yeah. still. So you're trying to look up the line and see who's who's there, and also you're trying to like match yourself with someone yeah. of equal capacity. Yeah, because you don't want to get knocked out too. No, but I 
What did I get knocked out by in that one? Wasn't it the motocross bike? Yeah, I think the YZ, it was. Yeah, the YZF. Like, I got knocked out by a YZF250. Yeah, it's just not appropriate. Um, and then, what did you get knocked out by? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember either. Hmm. Good chat. Interesting. Anyway, you got yeah. out. We didn't get... Did we get... We, we got, a few, got a few good rounds. Did through. we miss out on the derby, though, that race? Uh, I think we did. I think we... Oh, no, we didn't. No, we, we got... We got through. Like, we were in the last 10, but we didn't get the stickers. Yes, that's right. Because we were like, oh, maybe they're not doing them this year. Yeah, yeah. We got stickers on the sun. I think they only did the stickers on the Sunday. Yeah. But, um... Anyway, that was fun. Like, nothing... My races were before that were actually relatively easy, I think, for me, because the 250 is a 250, isn't it, really? It's still like, it doesn't, it lacks, one, one thing I found out is it lacks the, the power once it's got up to some speed. That's where the 250 disappears, which is a bit of a pain. But, um, yeah, then we moved on to the 100, which was sick. Oh, I do like that, yeah. So it's a, the modern style start. You put the bikes over one side go to the other side of the track and then you have to the flag gets dropped and you run and hopefully your bike hasn't cut out while you've been waiting yeah or like mine mine was on the stand so no one was holding it and i couldn't get a stand up and was, oh. even though i should have ridden it anyway but yeah couldn't get the stand up then i had to get it in gear but yeah it was good you do a heat with that and then a race and again tom and i always like to go together because it doesn't matter on the 100 so it's just more fun it's like. just fun and then we get to race together and we ended up having a really good race actually because in that heat there was was there anyone else involved not that, really. we knew, that we knew the blue scooter guy got ahead of me on the first race oh yeah that yeah what was that so, uh, Vespa, just wasn't a Vespa, it? yeah, like yeah. A modern Vespa. yeah so but i had to get past that but um that was fine and then eventually it took a while to get past you because i when it's you i always panic because i don't want to crash crash <laughs> into each other like take us both out of the race and whatever but um that was good fun, actually. I, I really, think, I really like the one hundred. The two fifty obviously helps. Yeah, but um, I was in a weird like gearing situation where I was like basically revving out in second gear mm. on the on the longer corners. Yeah, but third would be not too. You have to get there. Too much, like, and then that would be you'd be in the wrong gear for the corners. Yeah. And then all of that shifting, you lose speed. So I'm literally just like bouncing off the limiter in second the whole yeah. time. But yeah, it's a pain. It's, so it's a bit like kind of top, like I kind of needed third gear on the longer ones, but didn't want did to do Did you try it at all? Uh, on the Sunday I did. Was it better? I think so. Yeah. It's hard to tell. But I was quite happy just revving the piss out of it in second. <laughs> yeah. like. That's why it's not hard to kick anymore. Yeah. It's running now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's really cool. But I mean, because we're talking about it, I kind of want to go straight into the Sunday 100 because that was really fun. Oh, that was so crazy. So the Saturday was good. We did two rounds. I keep thinking about that, actually. That I see all the other guys just do more and more of them. Yeah, they just keep like, we should going just back do around. more. Yeah. But, um, but the thing is, as well, I do like to watch, so it's like yeah. that in between. But um, yeah, the one on the Sunday, um, there was a SR250, and there was something else that always got good starts as well, but I can't remember what it was. <sighs> Anyway, this SR250 and the guy could ride it as well. Mm. But Tomo's speciality is definitely the start. Getting away. Always gets away like as quick as so there's a, a drone photo, which I'm 100% going to get. Oh, it's a really nice picture. Um, this guy did. I think he's called Shane Benson on Instagram. Let's have a look. Um, I actually had a look at him. He's actually like a professional drummer. 
Is he? So he drums for some like professional, he does like massive like concerts and stuff. Oh, that's cool. And he's also a photographer. I'll try but, and um, find the picture and share it on the uh, on the page. Yeah, and um, I want to get that. But yeah, there's a picture of Tomo. That, well, it's all of us. It happens to be our Malay 100 race on the Sunday, which and the weather was great as well. Oh yeah, it was like perfect. So um, you can see, and there's like, I think there's maybe eight of us in that race. And there's seven of us just going off the line, and Tomo's already halfway to his bike. <laughs> I love it. It's such a good picture. It is good. Because uh, Tomo was next to the guy doing the flag, and then um, which I think was Johnny. Robert, wasn't it? No, it's Johnny. Was it Johnny that? Yeah, yeah. And um, Robert held my bike, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, and that's another one of Tomo's. Tomo likes to get the bike held on purpose because <laughs> it's easier. So you don't have to fuck around with the stand. Yeah, which makes sense. But. Um, also, in the first of those, uh, there's the other guy in the GSM um, 250. Um, the guy from Portugal. Oh, right. Alex, his name? Uh, the guy that parked next oh, to Oh, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but he parked really fucking close to me. So I, I had to go from that. the right hand side. Oh, that's the worst. Um, I can't do that. No, I don't like it either. No. Anyway, it was really funny. So we did the start. And I always get away really slow on those starts. I don't know why, but I'm just not good at it. Tomo's always at the front. And the guy on the SR was like rapid as well. So you were having like your own battles with him. Yeah. And then I was having a battle with a couple of the bikes that had got away quicker than me because I had such a bad start. And then I managed to get past the SR guy and then luckily past you because then I had like a couple of laps to try and get away because obviously the XL is faster than the mm. 125. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it is. But um, that was fun. But then the second race was even better because... Tom that and this was, guy and the so SR were having a mega battle. And I wish I had a GoPro on because it was really cool. Like It's like shoulder to shoulder. It like, was really yeah. fun. Like from my seat, I was in third for like the first couple of laps. And just watching those guys battle was really good. Like I wish I could like project it yeah. like, from my memory because it was really fun and it was so close. Like anyway, I knew something was gonna happen because the guy was getting really close to you. Really close. And I was like someone's going to get pushed out somewhere. But I think he overtook you on power. He did, You yeah. had the inside line. Yeah. But So you were coming in hot, and then they, you both got pushed out wide, and I managed to, like, duck under. You came on the inside. In the inside. Like, yeah. So I ended up in third. Yeah, but then I messed up another corner, and he managed to get underneath me, I think. Yeah. And, um, Tomo, you, you were still there, weren't you? Well, when, when he, when he went around you. Fun. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then on the very last corner... He came round and went really wide, and I managed to duck in for the win on the like that was, the last corner. That was probably the best race of the weekend. Wasn't it, was it? Really it was good. really that good. That was, and that was what we wanted. Yeah, like, the whole time, and we got it. That was real fun. Yeah, and then um, yeah, I didn't actually get his. I was going to look for pictures and see if like I don't know if I, if I did find him. Who? He, that guy. Oh, okay. On the SR. Did a bit more digging. I think I think his name was Craig. If I remember rightly, mm. but um, yeah, it was cool, really good, really good fun. And then, um, yeah, so going back to the Saturday, we ended up in the back and forth, but just for the lightweights. Yes. Which um, did we? Did I end up in the final of that one? The back and forth. Yeah. You got pretty far. I don't know if it was the very the last two. I can't remember. Mm. I think I got quite far because I got my derby sticker then. Yeah, you got two derby stickers over the weekend. Yeah. I just got one. Anyway, we did. Yeah. It was good fun again, like, as I keep saying. But um, the that was like 
well, it's a bit more chill compared to the derby back and forth. Yeah. Because that's just crazy, isn't it? Well, because you're up against anything and everything. All the classes end up in one final race at the end, end of the week. And I can't remember. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, what did you race against before, though? You, we both raced against a bike, which we didn't think we were going to beat. And then we beat. Then we got beat in the next round. But what? Do, I can't remember what I raced against, what I, which I thought I wasn't going to win. I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. Good either. chat. Uh, my memory's <laughs> fucking terrible. It's like at the time, like oh the days. <laughs> What's this weapon doing? <laughs> oh, he was just asleep, wasn't he? What tosser? Look at his phone. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Over the, the, the over the days, like when you're at the bar at the end of the evening, like you can regale everything. But then, yeah. like on the Monday, I just don't know about anything what happened. Like no, neither do I. No. But um, anyway, yeah, the back and forth was good. Tomo ended up in a really bad position. On the derby. Oh my god! So I like, just looked across the across to the other lane and guess what was sat there? An ATC two fifty R. Oh yeah, just the, totally just the massive trike with a guy who loved riding it as well. Oh yeah, so, he was very good. Um, yeah, you got knocked out on that one, didn't you? I did. Yeah, but that's okay. Unless he messed up. I don't like, mind going out to be. that. So yeah, that's the thing. Like you yeah. haven't really got much chance. No, unless he messed up. And then um, I ended up the same round getting knocked out by, um, I think it was a XT500 or another old school 500. Yeah. Um, but he was a like decent rider. I got to the turning before him, but then I was panicking a bit. So I just messed up the exit and then he was able to overtake me. But it was still good. Like I always get a bit nervous in the derby. I don't know why. Because but... nah, it's against the bigger machines. Yeah, but... I don't know, a bit of panic, but the humper made it through to quite far in the derby. Oh, yeah, there's quite right. a fit bird on an XR1 or oh, CRF 110, yeah, or an XR100, I can't remember which. But every time she went off the line, she used to like hump her way forward to the tank. Yeah, it was a bit weird, bit of a weird style. So, we used to she was a good rider, really good rider. We called her the humper, but <laughs> she got through quite far into the in the derby, yeah, actually. yeah. No, it was um, it was really good. That was good, good racing to watch, actually. The derby, yeah, I really liked that. Then there was the, the drama with Danners where he dropped his chain yeah. on the on the line. But yeah, all in all, it was a fucking another brilliant weekend of racing, and we had a really fun night on the Saturday when we went oh, out. Saturday night was really good fun. Yeah, Phoebe almost got snogged. Oh yeah, the, the snogger. Yeah, which but, is really funny. Yeah, and uh, oh, it was just yeah, it was just another brilliant weekend, and it basically made me really excited now for the mile. Yeah, definitely. The mile's got like it should take it like to the next level because it's a bit looser. You can ride everywhere. Yeah. And you've got the like nightclub tent, which I really enjoy. Yeah, which they're moving now to the main bar area. Oh, are they? Yeah, that's what Suna was saying. Oh yeah, because yeah, you met Suna. Yeah, met, met one of the DJs, and he's also like hosts um, one of the camp nights for the great rally that the Malay do. So they do like oh, a UK it? rally and they start. Oh, his house. Yeah, he's got this massive fucking oh, like sick. house of land and stuff. Oh. And so, but yeah, he was really good fun to chat to. That's another thing I really like about it is that everyone's just so friendly and you just yeah. chat to loads of randomers. You can just chat to anyone. Yeah, and just make loads of cool friends. So um, that was uh, really good. And then, yeah, just like a kind of chill ride home stopped at the petrol station to pump our tires because we'd let them down for the sand and um i think 
mine were pretty even, like 14, 15 PSI, like front back sort of thing. And Charlie's rear tyre was at... Was that a zero? It was like one PSI, yeah, I one. think. <laughs> one PSI in the back, so it's basically nothing. Oh. Um, but yeah, and then we had gorgeous weather for the ride home and found this really amazing little link road between uh, Whitstable and Faversham. Um, so it was yeah just a really pleasant ride back like because the way up there was a little bit long the way home was still long oh yeah but it was nice weather like, yeah we just chilled it was that proper moment when you're riding and you just forget what's going on you just ride yeah it was really really nice so that was chill and that was kind of like a huge climax that weekend and then um it was onto the dgr i think DGR. Oh. oh. Oh, we're still going. I was like, oh shit, how long have we been? But oh, yeah, we've I think got it's like, another bongos, isn't it? It probably is. I can't get another sanger. You having another sanger? I haven't had any of it. Oh, yeah, I was too keen. I've been chatting about the DGR. I've mine. Are so, you yeah. still there? Yeah, we're okay. going. Um, Back again. So, yeah, then we moved on. The next date was the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride. Which, which was, was it the following weekend or the weekend after? Uh, no, it was literally the weekend straight after the mallet, I think. Yeah. Yeah, everything seems to just be going so quick. Um, but yeah, we decided to do the Hastings DGR this year because it's nice to try and do like a different location each time. So if you're not familiar with what the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride is, um, it's a ride that happens on the same day, uh, but globally. So any anyone, anywhere can participate in a DGR or even host their own. Um, and it's, uh, it's to raise money and awareness for um, men's health causes. The Distinguished Gentleman's Ride is partnered with Movember and Prostate Cancer Research. Um, so all the money that gets raised from DGRs goes towards those two charities which yeah help with prostate cancer research and a lot a lot of uh, work goes into projects for um, suicide prevention uh, in in males as well yeah men's health yeah mental health yeah <clears throat> so it's a really really cool thing and it's been going for i don't know quite a long time 10 years maybe 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 a bit longer, maybe a bit longer. um but it just seems to get better and better each time i think it just gets a bit more popular more people are aware of it um it's just good fun and the idea is that if you've got a, a classic or a vintage bike that it's a good excuse to bring it out it's like the start of the riding season it's in may so it's a bit like maybe your first proper ride after bringing your bike out of winter storage but you can also ride it on whatever you want um and that you kind of dress dapper so you just dress up in your in your sunday best and um it just creates it makes it a little bit more of a um a bit more of an event i guess and a bit more of a spectacle you do feel like James Bond when you're riding along the road and everyone's like looking at you like why is this guy in a suit on a bike like cool. yeah I just it's a really nice feeling and everyone loves it and you always get people always start taking pictures um, and again it's got another same kind of feel to the Malay stuff where you can just go and chat to everyone but I think that's just biking in general um, see so yeah, I actually went with Claire on the Hastings one Charlie couldn't make it this year um, but we met at Gedges um, which is a, a really old um, dealer network in Hastings. I think it's like one of the oldest bike dealers in the UK or something because they started off selling push bikes 
And then as soon okay. as motorcycles were like invented, they were like selling them. That's cool. They're like three generations. Like it's all wow. family run. It there's like three generations in. That's really yeah, it's really really cool. So they have a Triumph dealership in Hastings uh, and a Honda dealership uh, in Pevensey. So oh, East, that East Sussex. That's yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Same bloke. Um, so Trevor Gedges of Gedges um, led the ride, and um, there wasn't as many people as I thought on the on the. DGR website, I think there were about 50 registered riders. And I was like, oh, that's quite cool. Um, but I think there was probably about 30, maybe 25, 30 bikes. Um, a lot of Triumphs. Um, there was a, a Quasar, if you know what one of those is. It's like a recumbent bike. So you're like sat in it. And it yeah, it's a motorbike. You're like sat in it and it's got like a roof with a windscreen and it's got a Reliant Robin, it's got a Reliant engine in it, like an 800cc. It's really cool. Um, I'll show you some pictures. But yeah, so guy was on that, and then like a couple of really old Ducatis, old Moto Guzzi's. Yeah, just loads of cool bikes. Um, and the met two chaps from um, Hoxton Moto who are always You're at the. You're to Smith. Yeah, at the Malay event. Um, so they were good fun because I, I kind of saw the bikes and I was like, I think they go to Malay events. So it was an old Triumph and an XS 650, which was really nice. Um, and I went over and they had a, yeah, like a Hoxton Moto stamped plate on the um, on the triple clamps. So I was like, oh, it's definitely them. Anyway, got chatting to them. That was really nice. And uh, yeah, I went for a cruise from Hastings down the coastal road down to Brighton. So it was actually a fairly lengthy ride. Yeah, it wasn't that. I wasn't expecting that. Like, no, normally you have a bit of a loop, don't you? Yeah, but this was like a point to point, and then when you get to Brighton, everyone just kind of went their separate ways. Mm. Um, it was kind of not annoying, but like I think because it was like a group ride, they were a bit worried about going too fast. You end up with this like I can't think of the right word to analyze it, like concertina kind of effect, oh, yeah. where it's like they're not going fast enough. So then everyone slows down, but then they then speed up. So then you speed up to catch them up, but then they slowed down. Yeah. Like, and it was a bit like back and forth. It was still a really good ride, but I was just like, do you know what? I think it's just actually just better at the back. <laughs> and then you could just like see everyone in front of you. It was quite yeah. cool. Like when you come over the brow on a hill and you mm. just see this massive procession of bikes in front of you. Everyone's stuck together. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I did that and it was yeah perfect weather for it as well because like you don't really want to be cold or wet when you're in your suit. <laughs> and then yeah got down to brighton went for a bit of a meander it was the london to brighton mini rally as well so there were like loads of minis all on the seafront the promenade bit was shut so you could just like yeah we were all parked up there what is that mg is it um yeah it was just really really cool and me and claire had a really nice ride back because it was just us two because we were kind of all peeled off yeah. um but yeah that was another successful year for the dgr it did get me thinking after doing that one about like the location and the route and like how many bikes are there that I think next year I'd like to host our own DGR because you can just apply to host a ride and because of how so basically the, we and Charlie have done the Maidstone one before and every every year when you go to sign up for the DGR the Maidstone one's always full because mm. they limit it at 150 riders yeah. um, and I was a bit like there's probably needs to be another mid-Kent DGR. Well, I think Maidstone's the only Kent one. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, because I was looking to 
geog- when we suggested Hastings, I was looking like geographically to try and figure out <laughs> where would be. I thought we just said that because it's like just your to do something different and like yeah <laughs> that that neck of the woods. But no, I think we could do like a mid Kent one or something because there's loads of really good riding mm. further south of Maidstone, but not as south into East Sussex sort of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and I feel like we've got enough. Well, it doesn't really matter, even if it was only like ten of us. Yeah. I think we all know enough people that if, if everyone that we invited came, it would still be a good good group. Yeah, it would. I think it would be a good shout. So I'd quite like to do that next year, I think. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, so I'm going to look into that. Get a teddy boy to do it. Yeah. I just think it would be nice. Um, so yeah, that was, that was last Sunday. And yeah, um, yeah, and then other than that, it's kind of been a bit quiet on the bike front because we've had these mad events, but like the regular Thursday nights that we had in the height of last summer just haven't happened yet. So hopefully... That's because we did some irregular events <coughs> at yours. Like, very, irreg- very irregular trying to get the one, two, five. Mine, I don't know what happened. <clears throat> Why didn't we do a body that night? Was, was, was Claire around and stuff? I think we all just hung out and mm. we were just catching up. Yeah, I can't remember. So, but now anyway, so basically the Thursday nights are going to be back and we're going to get back on the podcasts every Thursday fingers crossed that's the plan um and yeah the bike night's gonna happen again because we've all got so much on our plates that they need to happen so thursday the 8th is going to be the next bike night of mine when's that not this thursday next thursday right i'm not going to do like a poddy at the uh, campsite yeah yeah um oh at buell yeah yeah 100 we can maybe see if anyone wants to come for a ride down to buell yeah so yeah if you're listening and you want to come for a ride down to buell let us know yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we could definitely do that. We'd get a recording done there. Um, so yeah, regular bike night. So first, for me on the agenda is actually give the trans out some love. So oh, yeah. I've almost done 3,000 miles on it since I've had it. Have you? Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm going to give it a service. It's like change the oil, change the filters, and it is crying out for a new chain and sprocket. Literally every day I ride to work, I'm just expecting the chain to snap. It's so (laughs) fast. Make sure you want to run the same, the right length. Yeah, well, I'll be getting a kit, so it should hopefully be all right. Whereas the one I ordered for the XL125 was just a chain. Oh, right. It wasn't a full kit. Normally, when you buy it as a kit, it's fine because it's obviously to that sprocket size. I just count the links. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, going to order that. Um, And that's kind of. First up for me, and then it will probably be Charlie's priorities, I think, because, yeah, as we've already spoken about, we need to get that T-Dub running and fucked off. Yeah, that T-Dub does need to go. Dominator to get running for the Malay. A cub to prep for an MOT. Yeah, that's well, that's just cleaning it. Yeah. Puts a bit of duct tape around the indicator. And I've got I've got replacement stalks. Oh, have you? Oh. I've got short ones because they're long ones. Me off. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good. what part of the stuff you brought out to France. Oh, was right. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, basically the bike night's going to be back on. We've had, there are also a couple of events. I still want to go down to like the Drake's bike night. Cause yeah, we the, I need to do that. When the, is the first one though? This Thursday, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's okay. We'll just go to another one. Yeah. Basically, yeah, they're the first Thursday of each month. And um, last one I went, no, I, we didn't go. We planned to go, but then we couldn't for some reason. I think maybe we were actually just working on bikes. I think it was just more get the bike yeah, sorted for the Malay. That was more of a priority. Um, I got chatting to Ollie, who organises them, because he runs the Drake's Pub. 
and he was showing me because they have like official photographers down there and all the pictures go up on a web they go up on a website so it's like good opportunity to get some good pictures of the bikes and stuff Mm. and yeah to meet loads of other people but it was really busy and it looks really fun so yeah and it's on the doorstep so and you can buy hoodies and t-shirts there you go (laughs) so um yeah gonna give that a crack and um yeah i guess the next thing really is probably are there any trials coming up before the Malay Mile? Um, there is an evening trial. Is there? In June. At Sig Cup. At Sig Cup. What which I really want to go a to. A midweek? A midweek, yeah. So, I mean, for you, it could probably work because... Um, Just ride from work. Yeah, or where you could ride the XL. Um, ride the XL to the brewery. Because I'd kind of like to take the Tiger Cup, if possible. Ooh. So I'm trying to see if Ted's interested in going, but I don't know if he is. Because it's quite hard for him to like get... Oh, in the midweek, you mean? Yeah, get yeah. back from work and get over there. Whereas for us, like, we could probably make it work quite well to get there for as soon as it opens. Yeah. <clears throat> and then just late nights, isn't it? Yeah. Because of the um, light. So I think, yeah, I think it's... Um, what date is it? It's in the middle of June, I believe. And is it a practice session or is it a comp? No, just practice. Yeah. I think it's the 15th of June, actually. A Wednesday? A Wednesday, yeah. Oh, that's shaping up to be a busy week. Ready? Why? Um, Stuff going on. Well, we've got that trial. I think that <laughs> Thursday was when people were talking about going to Sunbridge Wells for beers. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, and that then, would work then because they have bike night on the Wednesday and then go to beers on the yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. And then and I think I'm camping that weekend as well. <laughs> There's so much going on. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh, probably good as a first pod back. I think part of the problem we've got is that we don't we haven't done it in so long, like trying to remember the stuff. Oh wait, I've got one more thing. Oh yeah, come I on. just remembered it. Yeah. So it's about the um, it's about the cub on our journey home. So obviously, I came home from France. The truck was fully loaded with all the shit and the girls, and um, the cub was on the bike rack at the back. And basically, it just I don't know something felt weird about it, but. I was driving anyway, blah, blah, blah. Got down to the bottom of the mountain, gave it a quick once over whilst getting fuel, and it was absolutely fine. So I was then traveling, and we got onto the motorway, and I was like, the cub looks like it's leaning back a bit. Like, what's going on? Oh, God. And then, um, anyway, I just kept driving because it wasn't anything bad. And then we hit a really big lump in the road, like just before a toll, and it went... I was like laying down. I was like, "Oh my god, fuck!" And it was like, it was over forty five degrees, hanging off the back. Because if it was going the other way, it'd be fine. Yeah, it's, it's hanging off the back. Oh my god! And so um, they strapped that up either. Yeah. <laughs> so we went through the toll, and then I just pulled over straight away. And then I was just like, "Fuck!" I don't know if I took a picture of it. I think I might have. Oh, we'll, find, um, we'll have to find it. But um, yeah. It wasn't great so I managed to get that back up and then like tied it as hard as i could so that was really decent but i was just looking at it like going through the toll like do you actually imagine if it had fallen off no that's been such a shit show because like not only is the bike fucked because it's fallen off the back like someone's definitely going to drive over it <laughs> yeah oh just the the mess it could have caused yeah. but um yeah it was just really funny because it was just literally laying down i was like Fuck. but then also like we went to disneyland on the way home and stayed in this really cool like house in the middle of a place called Ceres. They had underground parking for the truck and for the cub, but the guy was like really concerned about the cub because the truck was too long for the garage, so he couldn't shut the door. So he let me put it in 
the house like in the ha, <laughs> that was so in, funny in the foyer. and every time we got back nikki was like oh it stinks of film <laughs> and i was like well you can either pay for a new cub or just deal with that and she was <laughs> like okay <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny brilliant and, and it's also funny because no one else like the girls in the car like tegan and eva had no idea or and also they, they probably just wouldn't even like panic about that no. they'd just be like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah that was just it for the cub story I think we we're probably going to wrap it up as a first pod back because I'm absolutely cooking. I need the window open. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, we're making our way slowly down to South Wales. We should have been like almost there, but I know this traffic has been horrendous. So the body's been quite a good distraction. It has been good actually. So um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, give us a review or a share, and um, yeah, catch you next time. Peace.